and welcome to Seize the GM. If you're looking to get started GMing, we're here to help. And if you're a GM with a few levels under your experience belt, we are here to help you find your prestige class. Let us take you through some common questions, concerns, and the fun challenges that every GM will face. We have our ideas, our opinions, and some might even say answers that we want to share. So pull up a chair, dust off your dice, and let us help you seize the GM. Just sees the jam. <laughs> How is everything going? It is going. I can't really complain right now. Yay. You know, all things considered, right? Yay. <laughs> Mostly, I think. So, Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Most things seem to be doing okay. Awesome. Yeah. And for those people that have are in the know, um, after dislocating my shoulder, it is um getting better yay yeah stop doing that i know i'll tell you more about <laughs> no it more ninja fights recording. man no more ninja fights no more ninja you're fights. getting older uh, but the ninja fights are the best i know i know <laughs> but remember uh, you can't carry that many games and board games and accoutrement and you know all that good stuff if you've jacked up your shoulder touche you gotta put your priorities straight. Ninja fights or gaming? I know. I can only choose one. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, so last week we did logo maps. You know, maps for <clears throat> inside the ship. Um, you know, pretty much of the ship. Yep. Yeah, uh, anything with it. You know, stuff on on you know. Yeah, because this is a freaking arc ship, okay? So, also kind of giving folks like ideas on relative size, how to, you know, uh, yeah, how how best to convey all of the the massive amounts of information that maps provide. Mm -hmm. But this one distance is going to be difficult because this time we're going yes. in star maps, right? Which. As everyone knows, space is really, 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 really big. And it's getting bigger every second of every day. What? No, that's not how that works. Yeah, it is. Einstein was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking to an astronomy major here, bucko. Yeah, well, you know, eventually things have to contrast. Or con compact, not contrast. Yeah, we either end up different. we end up with the big freeze or the big crunch. Although if we end up with the big freeze, there are going to be a couple of spectacularly really kind of cool uh black like neutron star supernovas as you know proton decay happens and then they blow up and that usually is yeah. they're playing on having that happen at the heat death of the universe. And I'll be honest, that's kind of a cool yeah. idea. But yeah. if space is going to contract yikes. Yeah, it's the chaos ending of Elden Ring where everything becomes one back in the big cauldron. I'm like, eh. I'm sorry, I don't want that creepy eye with Sauron, and I am not dealing with the glow mind queen. Screw that noise. Okay, fine. fine. <laughs> okay, but no, for real now. So one of the big setting themes that we had talked about was exploration, mm -hmm. and so maps are going to play 
some level of role in this. Because when you're you're speaking of things outside the ship, things get big. Yeah. Cause things get real big real fast. Yeah, because the the thing is like, okay, you if you if we have our solar system and then we have our specific arm of the Milky Way. Then we have our Milky Way galaxy. And then we have the collection of galaxies in our area called the local group. And, you know, as you keep getting... Yeah. Actually, there's an interesting, interesting game called uh, Everything. And it is probably one of the weirdest things. But you could go teeny, 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 tiny and be like a micro. But you can blow yourself up and become huge. You could actually become like a, a galactic super cluster kind of a thing. So oh, wow. FYI, if you want to kind of get a strange, super strange kind of weird perspective on just sizes and everything like that, the, the game's hilarious and it's kind of got this weird over narration on kind of this interesting philosophical thing. It's not... I, I found it funny and also the animation for whatever the hell you're doing. So it's just like the animals don't move. They kind of like block roll like you know like you moving like a lego yeah but the thing is that uh the thing is like okay if you're going to be exploring okay you need to first figure out okay and, and the thing is like how you need to go with distance and time at the same time you know we also know like space time yay fun but the thing yeah. is that you know, a ship is going, you know, if they, like, we, we sent Cassini to uh, Saturn, I think in 1996, 97, and that only got, you know, I mean, the mission is now ended, but how long did it take? It was only, how long did it take oh, to yeah, get it there? It took a long time. Uh-huh. And that was only to Saturn. You know, yeah. the, the Voyager probes out that those were launched before I was born. They've they, only they were launched the year I was yeah, born. They've only left the heliosphere. Right. You know, so those things have been. So the thing is, like when you are traveling interstellar space and you and now now here's something, though, you have to keep in mind. Now, those particular things are traveling much slower than what we're talking about. When you're talking about traveling between stars, mm -hmm. you're dealing with speeds that are fractions of a light of light speed. Exactly. And and so you're you're moving fast, but you're also still kind of not going as fast as you're you're not the enterprise that Right, you you're not going so fast that you can literally jump from one place to another. It takes time to get there. You you are going yeah. at, at it's all sub light speed, but the thing is, like also, and depending on how like grandly you want to be, you need to take in also like you know the faster you go, time dilates, blah blah blah. So everything yeah. that's happening outside is happening faster around you. Yeah. So that and you appear to just be sitting. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. If weird. you look at yeah, pretty much. If you had like a, if you could like add super like eye and you could look at a clock in the ship, you know, and see what. And the thing yeah. is, like that thing would be like click, and then maybe a year later you get another click for on the, on the second yeah. end. So it's something you kind might want to have to think about uh, when you're doing it. But the thing is, like also is like with how big space is and stuff like how is time because you can get there but it will take time to get there so yeah you know it, it you know exploration is fun 
but you do uh, and the thing is like there's always probably some sort of maybe cosmic phenomena that nobody's ever discovered or something like that we're not sure but you know depending on how more the more apocalyptic you get the more you might want to figure out kind of like more empty space versus um but yeah versus like more star systems that you can punch in like get close enough to exactly yeah those sorts of things but if if you are still needing to do like you're still wanting to be like okay well we have to get close enough to certain planets so that we can harvest the necessary resources to get to the next star you'll need to have like some planetary maps or solar system maps Mm -hmm. and And there's and here's the thing you know when we usually think about maps on earth they're usually like 2d space you kind of have to figure out 3d because you have like the plane of your you know the uh the galaxy right now but there's stuff above and below the galaxy yeah well and honestly if you really oh it's so so there is an amazing animation I will see if I can find it on YouTube, but it shows the actual way that the solar system is moving. And once you see it, it will change everything in how you think of space. Because it is phenomenal and it's a 3D rendered like view of actual galactic space and how it works. Mm -hmm. It is amazing. Oh yeah. And I will find that YouTube video and I will put it in the show. I know what I know what you're talking about. It's cool. Yeah. It is so cool. But all of that aside, you're going to have to have several different types of maps Mm. so like we said you're going to need to have like planetary and like solar system maps and those are just so you have a few maybe just so that you have them in your back pocket even Mm -hmm. because you may need them for whatever reason and here's and here's the kind of thing that's going to be kind of neat is that you know on earth maps true north stuff like that in space dollar sedonis are going to be using pulsars or galactic center mm-hmm. you'll use one or the other actually you would probably use both um to be able to to triangulate yourself better in 3d space yeah but the thing is that might be kind of neat is like oh and here's something you know always kind of cool is like okay you've got maps but you know maybe some of the adventure could be filling out those maps and then all of a sudden it's like okay wait a minute a pulsar that you have now okay we're getting a weird it's it's small but there's a weird fluctuation that shouldn't be happening and that could be meaning oh crap uh, black holes starting to screw with it because they move black holes don't just go thump and sit black holes are they they don't just like sit where they are in in space time they move they orbit they orbit each other and it's kind of you know, so that's something also the the thing is like when you have these wonderful star maps is like, OK, now you can. The thing is like not only do you, the thing is like if something starts screwing with, you know, your 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 interstellar compass, as it were, 
that could actually be a way for adventure. Then you can, you know, yeah. just as an FYI. Well, <laughs> and and I'm going to use this this term because it's a great term to use when we're talking about these types of maps, and that is points of light. Mm. Because just because there's a map of a solar system doesn't mean that all of those points of light are lit. Exactly. You may not know that there's, you know, the long-range sensors showed two orbiting planets. Well, when you get there, there's 15 because they were so small or whatever that they just didn't show up. Or the fact is like, you know, you couldn't, the thing is like, you couldn't tell if it was interstellar debris that was screwing with the, um, the, the transit. Cause it, the thing is like, they get sort of like, okay, the light fades a little bit. It wobbles. You couldn't tell if it was dust because of just the readings were, it's like, that's a little far. Yeah. Well, and don't forget you're on a ship that is falling apart. Mm -hmm. Things don't work all the time. Exactly. So. That is the easiest way for you to say it is just like, well, you know, we thought it was this, but when we got here, it was something else. Mm -hmm. And there's and... the cool thing that you can actually get. And, and I'm going to be like hawking like the uh, TV shows, like how the universe works, uh, Cosmos, uh, the universe on, on History Channel, stuff like that. Be mostly not for, okay, how certain things were formed, but how do we find extra uh, exoplanets? How do we, uh, what do we notice is like, okay, uh, pulsars, magnetars, stuff like that, mostly because of what they show up and what they can do and here and what they can do with your sensors. But also there, they could be like real, they could be scary as heck, but also could be like really good stuff to get, you know, uh, especially around uh, pulsars, uh, neutron stars and magnetars because that's a recent supernova you're going to have a lot of heavy elements and you're right. probably going to need them yes so yeah there's tons of craziness that you can like use to to navigate where mm -hmm. you need to go next and and the things that you'll find and and the thing is that's all part of it yeah but the thing is it's always and this is going to sound weird is like depending on how you want to chart it if you want to have like um, a a you know it's like okay we're you're, you're going to do like a, a local star cluster you know within you have an x amount of I mean it doesn't have to be like perfect and beautiful whatever the hell you want but it, it's like okay here's some stars here's a couple of star systems stuff like that one thing you're gonna not only are you going to have to you know get there but you are going to have to lack of a better term chart a course and yeah. it sounds so corny to say it, and I'm sorry. But the thing is that, okay, as you can see, as, in, as we talk about the map, it, you know, filling out your star charts as you go. But the thing is that you're kind of family circusing it. You know, you are tracking what steps you took when you had to go back because of, you know, it's like, you know what? The radiation here is like because we took a hit from a meteoroid we couldn't go through this because the radiation from XYZ was too strong for the things to handle backtracking. Mm -hmm. So it, 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 if you remember the old family circus cartoon, uh, comic strips, you know, where you saw like the little, you know, which way they went, yeah. it, it's kind of interesting. You could actually, you know, that could be kind of a thing, um, you know, plotting out a course and then modding it. And it's like, okay, do we have enough resources or, 
cool stuff to find that you didn't see because it was, you know, galactic because of like dust or uh, radiation interference or whatever the hell you want to call it. But the thing is, like, it doesn't always have to be bleak. It's going to be dangerous and and risky and scary, but sometimes it doesn't always have to be incredibly uh, bleak because maybe it's like, okay, as, as you're scanning something, all of a sudden you see like radiation particles reflecting off of glass, off of, um, uh, you know, like uh, glass-like uh, frozen water droplets or something from two, uh, two ice balls that smash together. And it's just like freaking gorgeous. And you're like, wow, they should have sent a poet kind of a thing. Right. You know, and then they try to harvest the water and they're like, oh, wait a minute. There's still gravitational instability. Ah, right. throw and in yeah, and it's space. It's beautiful. Throw in beauty with the chaos. But you want to be yes. able to show that on the thing is like because uh, maps for interstellar space. When you a lot of times when you look at them, they can feel very cold. And yes, there is a joke in there. Yeah, but there's ways you can make it. It's it's the. You know, um, having them come up for names well, of of things they've seen. Yeah. You know? Yes. Well, and and part of the thing that you're going to have to remember is, like, when you're doing these, so you're going to have like you'll probably have one or two, like, star maps that is just kind of like. This star, this star, this star, this star, this star, this star. Just so that you have like, you know, we're going from here and we're going to there. Like, because the there it was when Eden left Seoul and started heading towards where its final destination is. There are, it, it's a time issue as well as a distance issue. So for it to go that far to even, and it's not even going to one of the closest stars. It's actually going to a further star than the closest star to, to Seoul. Mm -hmm. Because if you've ever actually looked at the things that are like the, the star system that is closest. Well, Proxima Centauri is, is, <sighs> It's impossible. It's iffy. <laughs> it's almost impossible. If you look at the the size versus where it's at in the Goldilocks zone mm -hmm. and the star type, like it's real, real iffy that there's probably nothing that can be lived on in those zones because when you have multiple stars that close together, there's a lot of impacts because there's so much gravity pulling things in that the planets themselves have been bombarded so badly, which is one of the reasons why we chose not to use that. We went with something a little further away. And so that is, you know, when you're making something that's, you know, because Alpha Centauri is not very far. It's, it's only like, I think like 12, is it 12 light years? It's, it's relatively short in terms of space. 
But the next closest star that would have something that potentially could be habitable is actually something like 30. Mm -hmm. And that's the one that we're shooting towards. Yep. And here, here is the thing, though, and I'm and I'm going to to bring this up because I I, I am a space nerd, all right. <laughs> and I, the thing is, though, that you do, depending on depending on your on your level of space love, you may either have to depending on how your players and and the table wants it, either kind of kick up a little bit more on some of the granularity. Or tone it down. I know for me, toning it down would be difficult because I've I've got this is like ah, it's my bread and butter. Put it all in my brain right now. Eh, feed it, feed it. Yeah. But the thing is, though, that uh, you know, it, it's the when you and here's the thing. It's like when you were a little little kid, you know, what kind of cool things would you want to go if you were go into space and see anything you wanted? Like all of all the cool, what kind of things would you want? So the one thing you might want to when you're building your star chart is okay you have places for resources places of you know uh, maybe uh, uh you know in- intelligent life not of this earth um mm-hmm. yeah it's stuff like that um but the thing is like always you want to you want to kind of make sure that there are okay i want to be the explorer i want to see the space thing you know ver- uh, as yeah. well as you know, like, okay, resource materials or something spooky or the ship's falling apart, we need to do X, Y, Z, stuff like that. But make sure that when you are building the star chart of, it's like, okay, if we're if we're expecting to do, and, and decide also how much, you know, how fur, 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 how far, <laughs> how far <laughs> you kind of want to go in a game session. So, a, a, you know, a couple yeah. hours you know, at the table, it's like, okay, are you going to be hand-waving just travel time for a bit because, you know, I'll be honest. Because it's not important to the bigger story. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, you might only go, you know, a, 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 you know, only a wee-wee bit, but exploring all these really cool things. Or you might spend X amount of time and be going, you know, maybe half a light year or or X amount of uh, time between because – Honestly, just space is like I said, most of it is empty. Yeah. So that that's the one thing you do need to think about when you are kind of building your your maps. And the thing is when we're still going to be thinking much much more in 2D. It's it's kind of like our default for mapping, but here's the thing. If you want to be be a little bit more 3D when building your maps, it's going to sound weird, but it's like okay, on the X plane, your I am flat. I uh, these are boop 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 boop, and then you do another one for okay. If I go up, this is you know on the this Y plane. Is what's there? Yeah. So that way you at least have a little bit more of a of a three D space that they can explore because you know that's what you're doing. So if, instead of just going straight a uh, you know straight ahead, they'll be like, okay, oh, what is that above us? What the heck is it doing? Yeah. You know, so you when you're building your maps, you don't have to be completely like, you know, build everything in 3D space, but just kind of make sure you take the Y axis in. in... And keep it in mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just make sure, <laughs> remember that it is there. If anyone yeah. has seen Star Trek II, Wrath of Khan, that was the thing that screwed Khan over is because, yes, brilliant tactician in a 2D plane. 
Yep. And that's, you know, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sure I'm really showing my nerdity here. <laughs> it's so okay. And I don't mean over. But no, this is, this is part of the thing with, with these maps. Like we are going to have them. There will be some around. We'll probably even have examples of things like planetary maps mm-hmm. and solar system maps. Hell, in interplanetary to... routes. You might, you know, but some of the extraterrestrial, they actually might have shipping routes or. They may. And we will, if they have them, we'll probably throw, you know, when we start talking about those guys, which we will, don't worry. Give us time. <laughs> and space. We will probably be including some of that information in the maps mm-hmm. that are presented. Yeah. And and here here you know here is the thing. Space is big, you don't know everything, but you can always get more information and here and it's you know there's a lot of neat and and fun things you could do with it because you know what one extraterrestrial species might value you know they might they might see gold as junk comparatively. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. granted, yes, yeah, it's superconductive. It's, it's all, you know, dot, dot, dot. But maybe they, they value oxygen or, or nitrogen or hydrogen much more. Yeah. You know, there, there's a lot yeah. of fun, you know. And by by watching, and you know, just uh, any type of, like, space kind of documentary, you can actually, and I am not kidding. Do you know that there is alcohol in space? Like, booze alcohol in space? Yeah. Yep. There's all kinds of crazy things. Space whiskey. Um, well, there's that. I know, but it's just like, something there's... cool. But imagine, you know, it's like, screw this. We all need a drink. And right now that our, our, our food manufacturers ain't working that good. You get that, yeah. clear out all the other toxic chemicals, and now everyone gets drunk. Well, there's that. But, like, it's crazy because if you start looking at just how weird, like, the galaxies and everything can be like you don't even have to go very far just start looking at some of the weird things that exist in our our little bitty solar system because like if you look at so like look at venus the average temperature on venus 900 degrees right it's crazy. And it's like it rains. Okay. It rains sulfur or hydrochloric acid nope, it's sul- and sulfuric mm-hmm. acid. But it doesn't. The thing is, like, it doesn't rain onto the surface. The rain and evaporation cycle takes place in the clouds only. Yeah. Before it can even come anywhere near the ground. Mm-hmm. There are, there are, I'm going to use brown, brown dwarf stars that rain liquid iron. Yeah. Dude, there's some cool there's, shit. Yeah. There are there are planets in our solar system that rain like diamonds. They're industrial diamonds, but they're diamonds. And there's well <laughs> and, and of course, you know, there there's there's Titan, you know, cuz that has um uh which Crap, I can't remember which hydrocarbon. Eh, my brain fries. But the thing is, like, okay, the solid ground is ice, but it rains, you know, like methane. Yes. It's methane rain. Yeah. They have methane lakes. And yep. the thing is, you know. Th- that's not the only one because also Neptune is the same way, except that one has, like. Oh, um, Triton? 
no, like actual Neptune itself has like some of the fastest winds in the entire Oh, it breaks like, the sound barrier. Known space. Yeah, I'm, I was just talking yeah. about rain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's just like, now imagine it starts raining in that. You know, it's crazy. But these are the things that exist just in our little bitty neck of the woods. So take inspiration from all of that stuff mm-hmm. and start applying it to new places that they find. Hell, you can combine and, it, smash it up. Yeah. And if you just want You've to creep so people out, to do. if you want to just creep people out, if anyone's, you know, we've all seen pictures of the top of, of Saturn, which is like, oh my God, it's a geometric shape. And it's part, it's like, and we know that we, we know the, the hydrodynamics, why it's doing that. Yes. But I don't give a damn. Even if you know the but science what? behind it, you still look at that for the first time and it's freaky as hell. Yeah. So, you know, you're seeing, yeah. you know, you're coming up on a, and it's like you're just, instead of it being at the top, it's staring you right in the face because you don't realize the thing is rotating on its side a la Uranus. And it's just, right. <laughs> just staring yeah. you right in the face. But the, exactly. the thing is like, you know, when you, when you are, when you are building your, your star maps and your, your charts and your, your docu- documentation for the interstellar travel. You know, you want you want to be as detailed as the PCs want you to be. Yeah. You want to be as, you know, the thing is like, you know, remember, our, you know, how dangerous space is, stuff like that. But, you know, some you don't want to always, people get tired of constant danger, constant danger, constant danger. They kind of get a stress burnout kind of a thing. Yes. But if you, the thing is, so what you want to do is as you are building it, if you're, as you are building and they're, they're kind of planning the route, one thing you might want to kind of sort of think of is also uh, the tension and release curve as they're plotting it. So it's like, Hey, you know what? Okay. They, they've, they've hit some real crap for the past time. Let, let's just make this pretty and, and some new information and, and like a you know reward for that. It's, yeah. You know, as as your PCs are plotting out kind of where they want to go, you can build the map along with them and then give them a copy because you don't have to plot the whole darn thing. Yeah. You know, but you have yep. to kind of also gauge as, you know, it's like, oh, you know what? Um, this thing that looked like super dangerous, it's not the, the info was out of date or the scans were screwy. If they've been dealing with a lot of crap, you can change the charts because nothing is certain quite up there because you ain't working with top of the line, always functioning equipment with re- with regular service. Yeah. Yeah. There's all kinds of ra- crazy cool things that you can do like that. So those are all things you should keep in mind as you're, as you're mm-hmm. looking at this. Now, I'd recommend for folks uh, just go if you want to see some of this stuff especially also how they they chart and and kind of track where certain things are like in the sky go to nasa go to the european space agency go to their websites take a look one picture can be really really gorgeous but they can show you this is like oh you know this is where we see that this is you know and it can at least give you terminology and and the basics of how certain things might be found so you can also know how certain things might get might have gotten broken and given an erroneous result Yep. <laughs> yeah. God, I have blabbed way too much. I am so sorry, Zen. <laughs> I warned you. Okay. I know. <laughs> I know. 
Like I said, so, I don't have many areas of expertise. This is one of them. Yeah. So uh, just so everybody knows, we have uh, Patreon. Mm. We have Twitter for now. We'll see how this goes now that it's been purchased by mm. the, the musker and how bad it ends up becoming as to whether or not we stay on that platform or not. Um, we to be have, determined. Yeah. We have a Discord, which will stay there because Discord is ours. We control what is done and do- not done on that. So We've got our website. Um, I know that I am on Facebook. Zen is not, but you could find me on uh, Facebook if, yeah. But reach out to us, share whatever the heck you think would be kind of cool. How would you build a star map? How would you build a, a route? What would you focus on for your players or as a player, what would you want to see on a map that would not to to kind of give, oh, this is the route, but to make the journey interesting and fun for the players? What would yeah. you want to, if you were if you were sitting at our table, what would you want to see? What would you want to yep. hear about? Yeah. Cause so. you know, it, it it this is as always, as we have said since the beginning of time, since the beginning of starting this podcast communication is the key so if i'm going super duper intricate physics and zen is there picking his nose because he can't give a damn about you know the einstein rosen bridge um then we got a problem he's going to be bored off of his butt and i don't want that but if he says like okay i want to have a a little bit more uh, a little bit more like adventure kind of splash a little more swashbuckle a little less oh Gosh, somebody just regulate the the neutron flux again. I'm getting bored with this. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, communicate, ask. And especially with a post-apocalyptic kind of a thing, you want to make sure that you don't, you you want this to be, you know, risky and dangerous and, but you don't want this to turn in the, turn into the road in space. Yeah. And if you've ever read The Road, that is probably one of the most depressing post-apocalyptic stories I have ever read in my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, before I forget, so we had, we, like I was saying, we have a Patreon. We also have a Kofi. And I just hit go on our buy me a coffee. <laughs> Caffeinate instead of so- seize the GM. This is caffeinate the GM caffeinate the gm you're welcome and yeah and so we will be having uh those we also finalized our uh affiliate status with noble knight so we now get um if you guys use our link on the website you can go to noble knight and find cool things and then they give us a little bit Whenever we we need to keep the lights on, do that, and I need gummy bears. Well, they don't. Yeah, but they don't give us that stuff. They let us buy games from them. I know. Which but is this means it frees up it frees up my gaming budget <laughs> to buy more gummy bears. Okay, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So between drive through RPG, Noble Knight, yeah, we've got a bunch of different ways that you guys can help us. And the more you do that, then the more we can potentially acquire some new systems and maybe do some deeper dives into them and gaming books aren't cheap. 
No, they're not. So, you know, it's like if there's a system, you know, it's like if you support us on Patreon, you know, at a certain level, we might have a reward tier. It's like, hey, you know what? At this one, you know, we'll pick up the system that you recommend and we might deep dive it. Suggest yeah. what kind of things that you would want. You know, we, we yeah. do this because we we do the show because we love it. But if there's stuff that you as a as a patron or you as uh, throwing us a couple shekels through Kofi or something, whatever you like, let us know. Because it's like, hey, you know what? I used your affiliate link and I bought this mini. And Zen can look at that and go, hey, you know what? Oh, you know what? If you did it this way, you could put it in this kind of a game. Or if you did it in that way, yeah. you know, tell us. So that way it's just yeah. like, ooh. And you get to see Zen lose his absolute mind on any type of mini or painting or crafting thing. Because he's... He's good at it. I'm, I'm bad for this. No, you're the best. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I found some other cool things. I'm going to probably be, uh, I may. Holidays are coming I, up I, and, ju- and, 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 and the, 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 the junior GM that you are raising, uh, does uh, need to get, you know, their, their own little starting of the, the horde of the GM. I know. I know, but I'm about to buy a bunch of uh, army painter, like quick paints, mm-hmm. to do my Tiamat. Nice. And so, because the I had started doing it, and the paint that we were using for whatever reason it it started cracking. So I because it sat for years, and I didn't finish it. And so now I have to go back. I stripped it all down and I'm getting ready to put it all back together again. And pictures and to build. come soon. Yeah. And once I, I may actually even live stream that bad boy on Steam. You mean Twitch? Maybe. Or Twitch. Yeah, Twitch. The other thing. Yeah, not Steam. Steam is for other things. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Twitch. I may actually put it up on Twitch while I'm sitting here painting it. Yep. So. So we've got things that are hopefully coming up. Uh, we're we're planning for future things. We're going to probably be testing some things in the future. And if yes. there is stuff that you would like to see us do, cover, talk about, uh, analyze, Run. argue over, Run. I mean, I'm I'm looking to put together like maybe like a a once a month AP thing. Yeah. Let us know. So yeah. So, but. <sighs> Okay. I, I, Closing remarks. I've, We've had a bunch already, I've, but I'm going to throw out I've something I've geeked too specific. much. <laughs> you go first. All right. So um, there is a, a fun little board game. Uh, I wouldn't say little, but it's a fun board game. It's for those who like Star Wars. And it's the Star Wars Outer Rim board game where you play like bounty hunters and smug. Well, I think it's just bounty hunters. You, you play the bounty hunters in... From the like wretched hive of scum and villainies, kind of a thing. Yeah, and it's awesome, and it's a ton of fun, and I lost, and still had fun with it. So that says something. Oh heck yeah! To me, so, and I didn't lose by much. I only lost by like I think two points. So yeah. I've played it. It's fun. Even uh, if losing is fulfilling, that's all that matters, it. right? Yeah. Yeah. So my wife and I are considered picking that one up. Sweet. So we have another game in our a library. Mm-hmm. 
we're slowly building out our our board game library and it's really depressing me (laughs) (laughs) so what have you got all right well uh bleach the thousand year blood war is finally the 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 anime it's the closing it's it's the closing chapter for the entire bleach saga excluding a lot of the filler but it's finally come out it's on hulu streaming at least in the united states it's supposed to be on Disney Plus. I, I don't know why Crunchyroll didn't get it. I'm not going to argue. But the thing is, it's the last chapter. It, and I I loved the manga. I you know loved the anime, at least not the filler crap. But you know, it's great that they're finally just closing the the full arc. And the thing is, I'm looking at it and the animation for a lot of just the movements, the fighting, it's like you could tell that they've they're able to put a lot of that cool stuff in for, you know, this last arc. So all the, the techniques and cool things that they've learned and things that they've gotten from, you know, information and, and feedback from other animes and studios and styles. It's like, you're seeing kind of that. It's like, okay, what's being traced, what's being followed. I'm like, Oh, that's pretty slick. Nice. And they're able to do it without people getting mo with at least uh, with a lot, without as much motion sick as you used to get. I don't get it, okay. but a Zip does occasionally, and I don't think he—I don't think he reacted too horribly. Okay. So nice. Yeah, and like I said, it's like I—I—I—I I, I, I want uh, Tite Kubo to get the—you know, this—this this is the last thing that he did. This is the last thing on Bleach he did. I, I want it to kind of go out with, you know, big thumbs up and and I, a lot of people watching it. So nice. that's me. Cool. Well, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap this thing up. And next time, what are we talking about next time? I'm not allowed to talk about it. Oh, are we? I'm not allowed to talk about it. Only you. Okay. Okay. I won't talk about it. No, no, no. You're the only one allowed to talk about it. Not me. Oh, I'm the only one. Okay, cool. So we are going to talk about the different types of adversaries, not the things not that you antagonists. Would normally think. Adversaries. There's a difference. Adversaries. Yeah. Antagonists yeah. is pretty much anything any any usually kind of more sentient thing you could kind of think of going against the PCs. Yeah. Adversaries doesn't have to be sentient. Correct. It could be. So it could be. But not always. But not always. Yep. So that will be our next episode. Be so, afraid. Un- yes. Be very afraid. <laughs> so until next time, folks, have fun. Play some games. Roll your dice. Stay safe. And we will see you all next time. Bye. Thanks for checking in. It was a blast sharing our thoughts and ideas on our time. We hope that you had a great time with us and can hardly wait to share the next show. In the meantime, let us know how you handled this topic in your own games. You can find us on most social media platforms, especially Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you want to follow us, search for Seize the GM. And if you just want to follow one of us, search for our names on the social media platform of your choice, or go to seizethegm.com for convenient links. 
Seize the GM is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. All copyrighted material referenced herein are held by the respective owners. No infringement intended and no claim of ownership is Once again, thanks to you, our listeners. We hope you gained some ideas for your ongoing games. Or the inspiration to run your first. Now get out there and play some games. Roll some dice. Be safe, and you'll hear from us again soon.